When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for downloading the Sun Ranto Show for early and ad-free access to the Sun Ranto Show, including a ton of great perks and our Discord server. Please subscribe at patreon.com slash sunranto for as little as a dollar a month. There are free trial memberships available. Patreon.com slash sunranto. Don't make me tell you again. Kobe blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We shed a million tears and drank as many old self years out at the game. Let's go, Kobe Sunranto. Sunranto. Sunranto and the love of a loser. Sunranto. Sunranto. Sunranto and the love of a loser. Sunranto. Oh, hello and welcome to the Sun Ranto Show. My name is Danny Rocket. You just heard the joyous strains of Mr. Michael Cotton. Uh, we are back from Thanksgiving break. This is the Sun Ranto Show brought to you by Bleacher Bunch Productions on the Fans First Network. All the amazing shows on the Fans First Network these days. We in the Bleacher Bunch, we got Cup of Cubby Blue. We got the Cubs PS Plus podcast and more. So make sure you subscribe to us. And of course, we are always brought to you by our 110 Patreon supporters and our super duper ranters, uh, Blake Beards tw- tickets at the Blake Beards for an amazing pair of tickets down third baseline and Lawrence at Rogue Wave creative for all your branding and graphic design needs. And of course, the Cubs PS plus podcast. Um, and, uh, Hey, tonight after the show, we're going to hang out with all our Patreon people after we give one of those Patreon people a prize. An in-the-clutch t-shirt because the Patreon Ranter of the Month will be announced this evening as the last show of the month. So we like we got lots going on. Um, unfortunately, none of it is Cubs related because <laughs> barely we got a new bench coach. Like that's all I can that's the best. 
that's what happened. Like, uh, so it's we'll talk a little bit about news, a lot of fake blue checks, a lot of that. Yeah, fake blue check marks. A lot of a lot of people dreaming on Otani, uh, looking yep. like Juan Juan Soto, the Yankees. Everybody's saying, but who knows what's going to happen? Um, so I do want to mention that if you want to try to win the in the clutch shirt tonight, that's going to go to one of the Patreon people or hang out with us afterwards in the Discord, uh, which is a Patreon perk, um, then you can join right now and get a free trial. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. It's easy and free, and uh, Hey, buy it for your for yourself for Christmas. We yeah, just gotta you know like buying us something. There, there absolutely has to be somebody out there that you're friends with that you're just like, you know what? I'm just gonna get them this Patreon perk as a gift because they don't need anything. It's, I mean, you don't need that stuff. You don't need an extra shirt. You don't need an extra hat. If you do, buy it through our links. But yeah, if, I mean. Maybe there's somebody across the country. You don't want to ship them anything because it costs as much as the hat costs. Just get them a get them a Patreon know. membership. Exactly. Um, hashtag chance in the chat. You could win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me with a message of love and doom. And we've got a lot of Cubs miss carols, mostly written by me and one written by Boomer Bell because uh, the, the contest is beginning tonight. It begins and it is the Christmas season and so I want to bring on a great friend of mine um, and one, really one of the greatest Cubs fans maybe that ever lived. And I'm, I don't think that's hyperbole. It really isn't. Uh, his name's Stu. He runs Club 400. He's throwing a kick-ass Christmas party on December 9th with Mike Talkman. And so Stuart McVicker, why don't you come on the show and talk to us all about it? Hey, Stu, how you doing? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on your show, Danny. And yeah, man, I can't believe it. Um, the Christmas party is upon us. Like, you know, it's always uh, it's always one of my favorite parties of the year. Yeah, it it really is because we did. I know a bunch of years we we went we did the Cubs miss caroling, and we would do like uh, like a preview for the Cubs miss caroling event. We we sang down in your basement. We had uh, Wayne. Mesmer, Kathleen, singing the Descants of the Gloria and the Inexcelsia Deo. We're all going nuts. Johnny Benedict playing on the uh, the organ. We're just singing at the top of our lungs. 50 people singing Cubs Miss Carols, raising the roof in your house, having a great time. And this year, uh, you've got Mike Tuckman coming. Yeah, that's man. Awesome. That's, yeah, you know what? Honestly, like... Dan, you know, like, we're all about uh, getting together and giving and finding a really uh, awesome cause. And, you know, for the past three or four years, we've done some amazing things. And uh, I'm thinking, you know, every every year is a little bit different. We find uh, a cause that we think that represents who we are and what we're all about. And this year, you know, we call it the Club 400 Christmas Surprise. And uh, obviously, I know you were the beneficiary of that um, a while back when you got the guitar. Let me show it to you. I think it's in the house. I know somewhere. So check this out. This guitar was given to me at the Club 400 Christmas party. I can't show you the giant novelty check that uh, I had Miguel Montero sign that you handed me. 2000 bucks you gave me to buy this thing. I mean, Justin, and this is an amazing guitar. The the ranters gave you that. Yeah, well, the ranchers, but they gave it to me at the Club Four Hundred. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. exactly. That was a group. That was a group project, obviously, and that was a that was an unbelievable. That was you know, it was you know, we've given away wheelchairs before. I think we gave Crowley his yeah Montero jersey. 
we've done a lot of different things, but this year, you know, it's like I said, it's a surprise, so I can't say much about it, but we'll veil the surprise that night. But the great thing about it is, is we're only selling 80 tickets, and 100% of your ticket is going to the Club 400 Christmas surprise. Like, uh, we got about 20 tickets left, and that's about it. And this is the last time I'm going to promote it. But uh, no matter what, it's going to be a great night. Danny, I know you, you've always been there for us doing your Christmas carols. We can't wait for that. Yeah, Mike, John Maley is back at Club 400. We're all excited about that. Um, John is one of the reasons why we got um, Mike Talkman to come out. Um, so, yeah. So, so it's December 9th. And that's a Saturday. That's a Saturday, and the Club Four Hundred is out in Lake in the Hills. If you don't know, so if if you're anywhere in the area, how do people get tickets? Uh, www.club400cubs.com. Just go there. Like I said, we got less than twenty left. Uh, we're gonna keep it small and quaint, and we're gonna do it. We're just gonna have a good time. Alfredo's Pizza and Pasta, out of Lake in the Hills, are helping us out with the food. So. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a great night. We're going to have music, and we're going to give away. We hope to give away at least $10,000 that night to a really awesome cause. And like I said, having Mike Talkman and John Maley out here as part of it is just icing on the cake. Um, I'll, I'll show – this is the uh, graphic that you have on your Facebook page, on the Club 400 Facebook page, which anybody can do. Um, but, yeah, it's 6 o'clock, December 9th. Tickets are 100 bucks. You can meet Mike Talkman and, and uh, probably get his autograph too or at least – Oh, yeah, there's going to be autograph pictures. And, like, hey, part of the Club 400 standard is you get an autograph, you get a picture, and then we do a Q&A. So we'll be doing a Q&A that night with Mike. And I know his uh, – I think his mom and dad are coming, so it's going to be a nice – you know, he's from Palatine, obviously. So, uh, it's you know, we, there's going to be a, about eight or nine people from his family coming, I think. So awesome. I think it's going to be a great night for the family and a great night for everybody that comes out and supports the Club 400 Christmas surprise. Yeah, 100 bucks. You meet Mike Talkman, you meet John Maley, you have food, drinks, there's prizes, there's music. Like, if you're not one of the 20 people that buy one of these tickets and you're available, then you're a fool. A damned fool. Um, no, it's going to be freaking awesome, dude. I can't wait. Christmas party. Jeff Berta says he's going to buy a ticket tonight here in the chat. Yeah, definitely, Jeff. You know we'll see you there. I got to tell you what. I'm really excited, man. I, I saw someone buy a ticket. I go, can that be? And I might be. It could be. Oh, my gosh. Sarah Sanchez is coming to Club 400. I can't wait to see her. Oh, that's cool. She's yeah. never been here before, so I'm looking forward to seeing her. Yeah, I know she asked me for a ride, in fact. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, it's so much fun. And to, to me, like when you, you do these huge events that have 250, 300 people at them, and when you, the summer events, when you have the backyard open and you open your house to everybody so generously, and, and, and you've got priceless, you're like a Cubs museum, too. So it's like there's just so much. There's the community, there's the museum, there's the drinks are flowing, there's the food, there's the players. But, um, the smaller events like this one with 80 people, that's what it's all about because the like, best, you know, we don't even advertise that John Benedict's going to be there uh, playing the organ. I'm like, that's huge. Like this set me ambience for the place. And uh, yeah, Danny, you always are such a big part of the Christmas party and what you've done with your Christmas carols and your creativity with that. You've always made everybody feel so special, especially our guests. And uh, but yeah, dude, it's going to be awesome. And um you know, just the fact that we're granting hopefully almost $10,000 to a person in the crowd that night that doesn't have an idea that, that they are the Club 400 Christmas Surprise, 
you know, I'm excited about that part in itself. And I think, you know, that kind of love in the room brings everybody together for a really good evening. And uh, Mike Talkman it is, and uh, John Maley coming out, which I'm really happy he's back at the Cubs organization because that's good for not only him, but also Club 400, man, because he's a truly great supporter of us. So uh, are, when the Cubs sign Otani, uh, are you going to work on getting him out there to, to Club 400 so we can all hang out? <laughs> you know what? I hope that, I mean, I, you know, when I'm excited where the Cubs are headed right now, I think, you know, uh, the Craig Council moves tells me a lot more than just that. It just changed managers. I think they're going to go out and spend a lot of money this year. I was actually just, I wanted to break some news tonight on your uh, show, Danny. And, uh, uh, you know, spring training, I'm actually drinking out of a spring training cup right now. There's a vodka and Red Bull in there. But, uh, oh, nice. Spring training is back on the sauce, are you? (laughs) So sober October has been over for a month, I guess. (laughs) Exactly, man. Uh, But yeah, no, I'm pretty excited to announce uh, because we just kind of just discussed earlier tonight that you know we always uh, give away 400 free beers in Mesa, Arizona, and it's been Club 400 the last three or four years. But uh, this year, 2024, we're going to give away 400 old styles and old style lights at the Club 400 tent there in Mesa, Arizona, all spring training along with my guy JP out there running the tent. Of course, we have the pizza, and we have the old-style beer. Old Style is now a proud sponsor of Club 400, man. So, oh, hell okay. yeah. Well, I, I cool. tell them I got a, a punk rock song for them that tells their <laughs> whole history. Um, well, I can't wait. I'm going to go out I there. I know. Actually, dude, I, I – you know what? It's funny you said that because I was I listened to your stuff, Danny, and I was I heard that song and I was like, man, I gotta play that for the old style people. I know. I saw my there. Spotify wrapped today. All these people have been listening to the Bleacher Bump <laughs> band. It's very encouraging. I was actually happy to see our numbers. Um, so uh, yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm gonna be out in spring training that last week of February. That unfortunately, that's the only time I could get out there. I know that didn't line up with maybe your time getting out there. Um, but I'm going to be there, uh, for, and this is for everybody. I'll be there from March 20, or no, February 26th until March 1st in the evening. So I'll be at that game. Uh, I guess they got the White Sox on that Friday, and those games are always, well, a shit show, to be honest. There's <laughs> fights, and I'm like, you guys, we just got here from Chicago. We should be nice to each other. It's warm. Instead, people are spitting on each other and barfing, and it's just a mess. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I, I keep thinking that you're falling into a hole every time that happens. Dude, For the podcast listeners, his phone keeps dropping. I have this freaking um, old uh, really Field construction hat that uh, has my phone cell, uh, cell phone holder, but it's not working out too well for that. <laughs> well, so there's 20 tickets left, 19 if you just sold one to Jeff. And yeah, so you right. go to club400cubs.com. And if you don't, have a chance to get to this one should definitely get to one next year. Cause I know that you're always working on something still and it's always what, a great man. time. I did want to uh, take the second to plug uh, another event we got going on that we're working on with a lot of other people. Trust me. It's just not me or club 400. It's uh, some, a lot of friends and family, but uh, we're going to have a tribute to Dorothy Fer- uh, Farrell on January 6th at La Villa restaurant in Chicago uh, it's going to be January 6th from 12 o'clock in the afternoon to 4. And then there's going to be a post party over there at uh, Bernie's Bar on uh, second floor going on late into the evening. Uh, we're hoping to get Jaeger Racer on board, but we got John Vincent involved. 
and we're going to have a really great time out there. And tickets are going to be forty dollars, and that's going to so we can reserve the space, and everybody's going to get unlimited pizza, pasta, salads, coke. Not cocaine, obviously, but coke. Uh, <laughs> say forty dollars. <laughs> I'll, I'll be there until next year. We'll have a few private bartenders, so it's part of the. Uh, you know, we had to buy a package, so it's going to cover the package. And then we're going to have two bartenders in there, and a whole bunch of Jagermeister. We're going to tell stories, Danny. I'm hoping that you come and bring the Danny Rocket flair to it, like you always do. And uh, we'll just have a great day celebrating an unbelievable fan. At our favorite restaurant of all time, if you recall, that's where the uh, Jägermeister uh, interview was taken after the World Series or during the World Series um, back in 2016. I had one idea of a song I'd like to sing at that event, and uh, and it was because her name's Dorothy. I automatically think of Wizard of Oz, and then I think of Somewhere Over the Rainbow, which is a great funeral song. And I was thinking maybe I could take – that song is like somewhere over at, at Wrigley or something like that and put like Cubs lyrics on it, I was thinking. Somewhere over the ivy? Yeah, but I was, but I wanted you to maybe ask her family because if her name is Dorothy, maybe she was hearing that crap her whole life and being like, oh, I hate Somewhere Over the Rainbow. It's my least favorite song. And then I just ruin everything by singing that song. It's totally possible that that could happen. But um, I don't know. No, I, man. I, I'll definitely do something. That's for sure. Yeah, no, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great day. Uh, we're gonna honor a great Cub fan, like the way I think that she'd be uh, wanted wanted to be honored. And uh, yeah, it's just gonna be an opportunity for a lot of people that worked at Wrigley Field, uh, that worked in the Stadium Club back in the day, to be able to come into a time. And like I said, just celebrate the wonderful uh, person that she was, the energy that she brought around her, and to do it at her favorite restaurant. Uh, with a lot of great people around. It's going to be an unbelievable time, and I hope you guys can come out. Michael, you should come out to that, man. That's going to be a good one, I swear to God. January 6th. Every time we talk about all these things, I absolutely would love to be at them, and it's frustrating that I haven't made it yet. (laughs) Yeah. well, besides, you're, you're, you're busy January 6th storming the Capitol, right? I mean, don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. <I've... laughs> every every January 6th, that's what Michael's doing. I have, I have <laughs> plans. Ever yeah. since, ever since you, you, you got away with that one. Um, so uh, anyway, uh, Stu, uh, you know, you're awesome, and I can't wait to, to come on out and, uh, and sing with you guys and enjoy Club 400 once again. I'm feel so lucky uh that you know uh, all the times that we've had together and i know i know we were just texting because it was just your daughter's 12th birthday 11th birthday birthday. so we were just texting about like what when we were 11 years old Stu, like you and i are about the same age when we were 11 years old can you imagine hanging out with jody davis and ryan sandberg and uh, you know, Leon, Derby, like all these dudes, like, can you imagine like how you would feel? You would feel like we were hot shit and to your daughter. It's freaking normal. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we can put together just a progression of her life through uh, baseball and the guests that we've had here. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It is unbelievable. Um, shit, she was like you know. four or five when the Cubs won the world series. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny because it's true. Like, you know, we keep all our uh, images on file and I like look and I'm like, Oh my God, this, you could watch Lauren growing up in these photos with all these. Good. So it's been, yeah, it's been some, amazing. Some, but some kids just put their height on the, the door jam. She puts hers like literally next to baseball players to see how tall she is. Oh, yeah. look, now she comes up to Patrick wisdom's armpit. 
Well, you know yeah, what? That's you know, going to yeah, be. You, you, you lead me into my like, kind of last area I wanted to hit tonight. Like, so, yeah, Lauren just turned 11. Club 400 is hitting 10 years. Our big thing right now is we're hitting 10 years of giving in 2024 because, like, the basement was finished in 2013 with just the intentions of, you know, to have a great space to have friends and family hang out. Uh, you know, and my intention was to have the best place to hang out when I couldn't go to Wrigley Field. And then, you know, it didn't evolve into a charity until 2014 with Nick. So, like, next year is our 10th year of giving, and uh, I think we're going to have an unbelievable year. And at the end of this year, I think it's safe to say that to date, Club 400 will have raised $850,000. That's money actually given away for the greatest fans in all sports, the Cub fans, and – we are going to be $150,000 away, which is really three great events from hit, hitting the $1 million mark, which is the goal that I set for myself, you know, pretty much 10 years ago. And uh, so a lot of great things have happened. Uh, you know, a lot of great friendships have been met. And um, the, the best thing about it is the family that we've all created, Danny. Like, I don't think I would have known you if it wasn't for Club 400. And, you know, I mean, we just – it's a community that's blessed and uh you know i'm happy to be the charity portion of it but you guys are like the comedy and the if, if from you know i don't we don't when we do our podcast we don't talk anything about cubs baseball at all like really but you know we, we we're pretty much we do our own thing but we're you know primarily focus on the, the group of club 400 but it, it does you know danny i always i think about it the other day like i don't listen to my podcast very often but like you are the lead in, you have been the lead in every one of our shows ever, man. And you're our theme song, and uh, you're a big part of the reason, man. Why uh, you know we're going to be fast tracked to one million really soon. Yeah, it, that's amazing, dude. I mean, I remember when it was when you were first starting out. Really, I think. I mean, I was out there 2015, maybe was the first time I came out, something like that. And uh, yeah, I mean, right, pretty much right away with Ricketts coming out. I think the second time Ricketts came was my first time, and. Dude, it's just such an incredible space. If, and I, I can't emphasize that you just have to go at least one time. Make it a uh, mecca, like, literally like something that you should look ahead in your schedule and plan your trip to Chicago around when Stu might be doing something. And it's usually in the season when the Cubs are at home because you're having a Cubs player out. So, right. so yeah, um, man. Well, thanks for coming on, Stu, and uh, I'll let you. I'll let you go. Get on with the rest of your night and, and enjoy uh, the the rest of your. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving and everything. And I know you got yep. a lot of work to do. I'm looking. Well, yeah, I mean, he's going to be up for a while. It's Red Bull and vodka. Yeah, Red so, Bull and vodka. He's going till at least midnight. He's, uh, he, he's getting. So Danny, when's, the, when's the Christmas carols? That's coming up soon. We have a date for that. Yeah. Yeah, December sixteenth is when we're doing Cubs Miss Carols, but. Um, and so it's it's basically an exact. This is our preview show. We're gonna preview all the songs, see what's working. We're gonna sing them all at Club Four Hundred on the ninth, and then we're gonna take it to, to the big show. We're we're this is like trying out of town in uh, in Jersey, you know, taking the show from Philadelphia to New York, you know. Um, we're so that's that's what we're doing. We're we're heading to Broadway on uh, the sixteenth. But I'm gonna play. Um, I got a song from Mike Talkman, and uh, I'm gonna let you go. But I'm gonna play this song for everybody because we got tons right. of Cubs Miss Carols, and you get a little preview of what we're gonna be singing for Mike uh, on the ninth. So uh, thanks for coming on, Stu, and uh, we'll you see guys, you. Man. Love you too. We'll see you the ninth. Hey, great Take to care. talk to you, Stu. Take it easy. Always good to see you.
I'd like to dedicate this Cubs Miss Carol to Cody Delmendo, Mike Tuckman's biggest fan. Summer of Tuckman playing in his childhood home. He can hit and steal playing center field, always putting on a show. Summer of Tuckman, we all love watching him play. Catching home run balls versus the Cardinals and Cubbies won the game. There must be baseball magic in the northwest suburbs ground. Played on the baseball team at Fram, learning to Palatine Pounds. Summer Tuckman and his awesome OBP. Patient at the plate, always gets on base. He's the lead of man we need. Talking Talk, 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 it, talk, talk, look at talk, men go. Talk, it, talk, 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 it, talk, talk, playing so close to home. In the starting nine, he's from So part of the fun of that is watching the uh, closed captioning that, <laughs> that uh, TikTok likes to do for it. And you're just like, wait, what's going on? With I, I know. I did not edit that one. I did edit some other ones. I was like, because it was just so many lyrics. I was like, that's going to take forever. So I just didn't do it. Um, uh, Joan Stocks Nielsen in the chat. This is Dan Nielsen's mother saying, Cubs Miss Carols, Dan is with you in spirit. Listen, every time uh, we get together and do the Sunranto show, Dan Nielsen is definitely with us oh, in absolutely. spirit. You know, he had some of the great ones, and uh, we always do his uh, version of the of Silent Night, which is just woo, woo, woo. But <laughs> we just woo um, through Silent Night, which is always always a lot of fun. Um, so um, Corey says, uh, if someone joined just now, they would be confused with two daddies. Hey, I just think I figured out how to do the show by myself. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> is what I now I'm now I'm done. <laughs> so uh, I I have to throw in here like. We were talking about uh, Stewart's daughter and, you know, judging her height. And uh, John Pincus had this, uh, she'll be taller than Madrigal in six months. <laughs> and I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been out to the house. That'd be so embarrassing. He's just like, you know, everybody thinks he's a little kid. They're like, um, I don't think you're supposed to be drinking, son. It'll be the it'll be the greatest, uh, um, what is it, like graduation? You know, at graduation, they always do the... Um, the slideshow, you yeah. know, it's running in the background as people come, and her slideshow is just going to be her with every Cubs yeah. player: Javi, Tachman, Wisdom, yeah. you know, <laughs> Contreras, just like everybody. Ricketts, she, yeah, she'll have the greatest uh, graduation party ever. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, there's not really any news, and please, if news does break, because news is breaking, just not for us. Yet, there's a lot of fake news going on, a lot of stupid blue check marks, like you said earlier, Michael. And it's it's a little frustrating that Twitter's broken um, and 
you know, just hard to know what you're looking at and if people are real or not. Um, so, uh, there were a couple rumors out there that were kind of interesting, but, um, it seems like we're still in the Otani thing. Like, and reputable people are saying that we are, but he's going to meet with all the people first, and it might not be for a more, couple more weeks. I don't know. We're all just like waiting and waiting. It's it's kind of like Jimmy Carter's freaking hospice day. It's like, dude, you're there. You've been in hospice for a year. Yeah. Here's the thing: if you really want to know about the Otani sweepstakes and how that's going for your team, if your team you know, whatever, if your team starts to sign players right now, they're out on Otani. Exactly. (laughs) They're already moving on. They're like, we're not waiting for Otani, Uh, you know. And also, you know, since we're talking about Otani, uh, we, we actually didn't tell anybody. IFG isn't feeling well tonight. Oh, that's right. We never said. Uh, She had a migraine, so she decided not to come on understandable migraine is not good when you have to listen to me scream son ranto uh ever i mean even just feeling nice and comfortable you probably don't want to hear that but <laughs> yeah it's, so, it's really not pleasant she's under- get better but yeah it's just i mean migraine sucks, but there, there's nothing horrendous wrong with it right now yeah not nothing uh <clears throat> nothing worse than the than a migraine except for last year's cub season which was basically migraine inducing baseball, but um, yeah. So it just I, so I guess no news is good news, as Gary Ganu used to say. I'm really <laughs> dating myself with that reference, but um, seems like the Cubs and they're going to need to replace Stroman somehow. And so they've been tied to a couple pitchers that are really good pitchers. I mean, I'd be happy with both of these guys. I just don't want them to be the only thing we do. But yeah, I'm sure you saw the Bieber and Glass now rumors um so here's the the justin bieber which i will not call him shane ain't happening (laughs) just no way right it's not not happening uh shane bieber you know is the strikeout numbers were down last year as were the innings pitched probably due to some injuries had some injuries in his career um but you know he had 200 innings in 2022 but you know that was two years ago at this point, um, or by next year it will be. And um, is it? he's been a great pitcher. You know, the strikeout stuff is there, but it's been down. Like, he only had 7.5 strikeouts per nine. That kind of stuck out to me because it was down from a high of 14.2 in the fake year that was 2020. But he had a 163 ERA. That dude freaking loved COVID. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he won the Cy Young. He loved it yeah, so he- much. You know, and everybody so everybody gives the Dodgers crap about the World Series win in twenty twenty. I personally think whatever it's the same, it's it was it was tough enough to get through that season. I don't hold it against them. But so many people do. Do you think that all the guys that won big awards, like like when he walks into a room with other Cy Young winners, do they look at him like, Yeah, whatever, twenty twenty? Yeah, they like hang a mask on it <laughs> just to remind him. <laughs> and then, so the other guy, and I'm curious in the chat what you all think if you want either of these guys. I mean, I'd take them both. I mean, it just depends on what you have to give up. You know, I don't necessarily want to see Christopher Morell out of a Cubs uniform for one of these guys. First of all, uh, Bieber, he's only 28. So you you kind of like that because you feel like there's more left in the tank, even with uh, some injury history. Um, and then, 
Uh, let's look at Glass now. And, you know, we saw him a lot back when he was with Pittsburgh, and he really put it together after getting out of there because he's been really good for Tampa Bay. He's only a year older than uh, Justin Bieber, and um, the strikeout numbers have remained high. 12.2 strikeouts per nine versus 2.8 walks per nine. You, you like to see that. Um you know, only 120 innings pitched last year. Uh, same situation with uh, some injuries. He's actually never well. 120 pitches pitch. Uh, 120 innings last year is actually his top. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, he's been playing. He's got a lot of years in there, and to only make it like 120 innings is the most he's ever thrown. That's uh, that's kind of crazy. It's like Drew Smiley. Yeah, but I mean, you do like the strikeout potential, the swing and miss, because that's something the Cubs don't really have. I mean, they they're set up to, you know, throw and get weak contact. And that's great. It it seemed to work pretty well for the starters last year. But uh, yeah. Having a, an actual strikeout pitcher would be kind of nice just to, you know, throw yeah, out it, there once every five or six days. Well, that's all the, it's all the starts you're going to get out of him. So yeah. <laughs> five, six starts. <laughs> I, you know, I think they need to go. <clears throat> here, here's the thing. Like every year they keep lowering how much these pitchers can pitch. When are they just going to move to a six-man rotation or a seven-man rotation? Like, actually build guys and figure that out because you won't – and it may not need to be a seven-man rotation like they pitch once a week, but more of a – you Piggyback. have five guys going and they go for a month and then you bring up two other guys and you send two guys down for a month. Well, if you recall, that's how we thought they were going to use them last year. You know, I thought that they were going to put, uh, like, you know, their number four and five situation last year was going to be just kind of a piecemeal piggyback land. And they didn't really do that until they were forced into it due, due to injury, where they were using a bunch well, of dudes who just couldn't. Do, that's when they do everything. With this yeah, front office. Exactly. They don't do anything until they're absolutely forced to do it. It's it's true. So they're they're so those guys are not on the Cubs. And please let us know if they do end up on the Cubs sometime tonight. Um but the but they did add a bench coach. The Cubs got a bench coach, and his name is Ryan Flaherty. And there he is. Um, Chicago Cubs. This is from Brett Taylor at Bleacher Nation. Uh, the picture screenshotted that website. Chicago Cubs reportedly hiring Ryan Flaherty as the new bench coach. Of course, Andy Green went to the Mets, I believe. Okay, didn't Andy Green come from the Padres too? Yeah. What the What the hell <laughs> is this? Well, like back in the day, there was literal collusion with Kansas City and the New York Yankees where they would stash players on Kansas City and bring them up to the Yankees later and stuff like that. Like I feel like that's what the Cubs are doing with the Padres and their coaching staff. Well, not last year. I mean they had I mean they uh, yeah with the coaching staff but not, yeah with the coaching staff they're just like no you bring them up 
season these guys a little bit and then we'll bring them over. Well, these dudes all know each other. And like this was pointed out by Ballswalk on Twitter says, I am wondering. And if you look at the date on this, it was eight days before this news even dropped. So he says, I'm wondering if the Cubs might have been waiting for the SD job to shake out San Diego to uh, shake out before hiring a bench coach. Ryan Flaherty was at Vanderbilt at the same time as Carter Hawkins and, of course, as a former Cubs farmhand. So, you know, just these guys all know each other. But then uh, I saw that this was part of a different article I was reading about. It's some tweets coming out of San Diego, (laughs) which doesn't give you a a, a lot of confidence. R.I.P. Papa Pete said, thank goodness, new offense coming. Prayer hands. And then, like, is that like... Snorting emoji guy. Snort, wait, oh, he's a oh, Padres yeah. fan. Uh, yeah, he's this, like this is from Padres fans being like, "Thank goodness he's gone." And then uh, another guy, Tatis for MVP, says, "LFG improved offense incoming." So, in other words, this guy they didn't like the fact that they thought he was a shitty. Uh, they blame him. They blame him for last year's Padres, which is not a small thing to blame. They have an amazing team, and they stunk. Yeah, that's ins- it Just is saying. weird. It's I don't think I've ever seen. I've I've never gotten to the end of a season and been like, "Fucking bench coach, ruin this team." I know <laughs> these guys though. They're they're all over it. This is Jake Bobo here. Thank the Lord he is gone. Prayer hands. They're okay. literally thanking God that their bench coach is gone. I'm going to tell you right now, until we talked about Andy Green getting this front office job and leaving, I didn't <laughs> fucking remember that Andy Green was, was the, the bench, bench coach. Like, I don't know who the bench coach is unless he gets, unless the Rossi was getting tossed and he had to manage the rest of the game. Dude, I got to tell you. Time, I was always like, Oh yeah, I forgot this guy was on the team because he's a nondescript looking dude too. You know, he's not. I mean, before when it was uh, Davy Martinez for Joe, you remembered that because you know Davy Martinez, Sambrich stuffed his wife, and so you got a whole backstory. And, or he stuffed Sambrich's wife. Sorry, uh, yeah. I'm spreading rumors here. Um, <laughs> so here's, here's, I, I like how the, it was the Sandberg stooping yeah. Martinez's wife yeah. that made you pause. You're like, so, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, look at this person, Janine's. What is it, Janine's hat tuck, <laughs> or it could be Janine Shat tuck, depending on how you look tuck. at it. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, Friar Tuck is the Padres mascot. And I believe she shat him out. Yeah. <laughs> so so Janine says, F that guy. I'm so happy right now. I mean, from a bench coach. This is amazing. <laughs> I was not expecting I, to see this. I wasn't. Do we do we know any Padres fans? Like I really would love to find out more about this. Like get a Padres fan on here, just explain. Why, Why they, they know so much about their bench coach. Let's work on this before the season starts. <laughs> but I, I will tell you, between uh, this guy and Craig Council, right? I mean, really. The- you know why they hired him. If Council gets tossed from the game, he's they just been- going to go put on this guy's jersey. 
and come right back out. Yeah, exactly. Because they're freaking doppelgangers. And like <laughs> the entire freaking coaching staff now looks like rats. It's like insane. And rats are crafty yeah, animals. Last season, so. the entire team actually looked all the same. And now this year, it's going to be the, the coaching staff. The coaching all- staff all looks the same, right? And then I, and then Ryan Flaherty did play for the Cubs. I got a picture of him when he was with the team. Back. <laughs> that, was, that was a bunch of years back. <laughs> for, the, for the podcast listeners, Danny just posted a picture of a guinea pig with a baseball hat and a baseball in his paw. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe something's ever been on here. <laughs> so the Cardinals, the Cardinals got a new bench coach who looks like a rat too. Look, they got Daniel freaking Descalso. Oh God! So the whole NL Central looks like rats. I don't know what's going on. Oh. And speaking of the Cardinals, they've got the oldest pitching staff in the freaking world right now. Look at these guys. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Sonny Gray is actually not the Sonny Gray you're thinking of. It's just Sonny, and that's a description of who he is. Yeah, they're all He's gray. Cool. The, the whole, Kyle Gibson, Stephen Matz, Sonny Gray, Miles Michaelis, and Lance Lynn. Lance will, Lynn is clearly uh, darkening his beard for that picture. Yeah. <laughs> I have done that with my beard at times. That's definitely he, – he got the just for men before he took this picture. And the mustache on Miles Michaelis' lip is actually a log of poop. <laughs> so that's just a dirty Sanchez from Kyle Gibson. You're not supposed to say dirty Sanchez anymore. I've been telling you, so, oh, Michael. Really? You're going to cancel us because of Sarah. Oh, <laughs> Sarah hates it. <laughs> uh, so uh, look, look, look how I took out the word Cardinals and put cocoon. Look <laughs> if. Talk about dating ourselves with that <laughs> 80s reference. But, yeah, it's it's the Wilford Brimley. Uh, it's it's the diabetes pitching staff. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Brought to you by Depends. And, and then, of course, if you're bringing up Wilford Brimley in Cocoon, we are almost as old as Wilford Brimley was when he made that movie. Because No, he was in his 40s. Yeah, the generation before us got so fucking old so fucking quick. Which is so weird because even though, like, humans seem to be aging so much slower, we get rid of baseball players, like, a good three or four years earlier than we used to back in the day. Yeah. It's weird. The whole age thing is weird in general, how, like, uh, people, like, you look at teenagers, like, pictures of teenagers in, like, 1920, and they all look like (laughs) they're in their 50s or something, you know? And then... It's even, I mean, there's people look just older. They dressed up a little bit more. Like, meanwhile, like you and I, right now, we're dressed like teenagers. <laughs> like, both of us, we're, we're freaking pushing 50, and we look like we're dressed like we're 17 years old. Like, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, you know, I look at, sometimes I look at a picture, like, of my, my grandpa, and I'll be like, oh, so, like, was this. How old was he in this? Was he like, you know, 28, 29, 30? And they're like, oh, no, that's his graduation picture. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. From junior high. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's insane. 
Well, um, let's take a quick break. We've been on here for nearly 42 minutes, just wasting everybody's time. So um, if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, you should tonight because we're giving away uh, the Patreon prize of the month. You could be eligible for it. Uh, it's just patreon.com slash Sunranto. It costs a dollar a month, and you can join the Discord, and you get free podcasts and all sorts of stuff. Um, so we'll just take a break and be right back. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just one dollar a month can buy a scorecard. Five dollars a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And ten dollars a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Ranter levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts, plus eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. Do you ever find yourself longing for long walks and talks about catcher metrics? How about a coffee over run differential? Maybe a candlelit dinner dissecting what exactly is the curious case of Miles Masturboni? If you have, I have just the place for you. The Cubs PS Plus Podcast. Come join us. Cubs PS Plus, a Northside numbers game, can be found wherever it is you get your podcasts. And on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, all at Cubs PS Plus. A spin on the baseball metric, OPS Plus. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Welcome back. Um, do you want to? Do you want to start with the Bellinger watch? Yeah, <laughs> Cody Bell. You, you're, you know what I was thinking about the thing with Cody Bellinger? When the season ended, we were all like, we cannot live without Cody Bellinger. And then they're like, hey, maybe we get Juan Soto. People are like, ah, Cody who? <laughs> you know? <laughs> know? Oh, Tani? Oh, maybe, oh, we're in? Oh, okay, yeah. We don't need Bellinger. Like, almost instantly. But it would be nice to have both. Yeah. What do you, what oh, do you got oh. to say about Bellinger? Besides that, he won Comeback Player of the Year. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's the first thing we need to – to mention because this this just dropped this week uh cody bellinger won the comeback player of the league of the year along with liam Hendricks. so the comeback player of the year was a chicago sweep here's the difference though uh liam Hendricks came back from stage four cancer if you're wondering what stage four cancer means that's the last stage it's, it, there's not a stage five cancer. Well, second to last stage. <laughs> I think stage five cancer is dead. Is dead. Okay. 
<laughs> I, I don't think there's another stage. Regardless, you don't want stage four cancer in any way. When people say that, that's a bad thing. He came back. He got diagnosed with that like in December. He came back, started pitching in May. He pitched five total innings for this season. And he's out and he got Tommy John surgery in August. That's, I mean, that's the White Sox season, like in a, in a nutshell, right? Like their, their best story, their comeback player of the year pitched five innings for him. Now, all, at, at least the Cubs didn't have that Bellinger, his comeback was from, you know, he just sucked. And he yeah. had well, he, a high five injury. Yeah, high five, <laughs> exactly, high five injury. And and I don't know if if I can totally trust that comeback is real forever. You know, I mean, one good I mean, year. As long as he's not allowed to do a high five, I think we're good. <laughs> exactly. Just don't be on a team with Dusty Baker who invented it. Um, I thought it was funny. Uh, that MLB, when they tweeted out that Cody Bellinger was the National League Comeback Player of the Year, that they used this picture of him where he looks like Chris Angel, that illusionist street magician. You know what I mean? He's like he's like a street magician, be like, "Ooh, I am, you know, I am the great Cornholio. I am Comeback <laughs> Player of the Year. I'm Comebackio, the player." What? Watch he's me just- pull a rabbit out of a hat. He's just so high in that picture. He's got tracers. He's looking at his hands, and they're <laughs> making all sorts of good stuff. It's like, check this out, man. I'd, you ever really looked at your hand, man? And then I, um, so I, I really thought we would talk a lot more this year about Cody Bellinger being stoned all the time, but we really didn't. He, he, his play kind of took that out of the equation. I don't know. What are you saying? High people can't do cool shit? <laughs> no, we will always have the 420-foot home run on 420. Yeah. And, a, and a, I own the In the Clutch t-shirt that proclaims it in a High Times uh, magazine cover. <laughs> that thing is awesome, and it is going to be a collector's item because it's just going to be a one-year thing, especially because if, if we do get Cody, odds are you're not getting Otani. If you get Cody... Odds are you're not going to, you know, fill the gap with like a Juan Soto and then sign him kind of thing. You know, like you're just getting Cody and and they're probably just going to fill in from there with slightly above players like they did last year. Yeah, God, I hope not. Um, There's no reason they can't get both Otani and Soto. I mean, they're just had Otani and Trout. Yeah. And they freaking I mean, lost, so it's not even a guarantee. I mean, the I'm just saying, a shit organization like that can do two great players. Like, why can't we? Yeah, <laughs> got your exactly. notes here. Uh, he's looking for twenty million a year for twelve years, something like that. It was some ridiculous. I saw a bunch of numbers thrown out there, but it was like a two hundred fifty million dollar contract that he wants. Yeah, I, I would do that. He's 28 years old. Doesn't seem that didn't. Well, you're locking it in for a long ass time. You are, but it's 20 million. Like in 12 years, that's going to be a good deal. Plus, if you, if you, for some reason, don't go get Otani, which would be stupid. They should just get him. uh, You can sort of front load a few of those years. Right. And so 
by the time you're in like year seven or eight, you're down to like 15 million a year. And then yeah. you could probably trade him. Well, if, if he's good. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants anybody. If they, you oh. just release him and look, eat the fifty, but we're million. talking like we're talking six years down the road of you know Cody Bellinger at fifteen million years probably uh, probably looks good for the the uh, who's it Las Vegas A's. It depends. I, I I mean, it really just depends on what he becomes because you know the Dodgers didn't think he was worth it enough to get rid of him. There's a former MVP, obviously he has what it takes, but I don't think anybody. I mean, there are people that Chris no, Bryant was a former MVP. Yeah, exactly. So would you want Chris Bryant back on the team? I mean, here's another person that it, it maybe <laughs> should have won MVP that one year, but Yelich beat him was Javi. And now it looks like the Tigers are shopping Javi. I don't know if you saw that news, too, to, uh, talking about people that might be coming back. Um, I would absolutely take Javi back. Uh, I mean, look, they seem to hate Morrell. They hate him. I don't understand Javi why. third would be pretty sweet. But Javi Baez was the best third baseman on the team when uh, Chris Bryant won the MVP there. So bring him back. Let him play third. They owe him. I mean, it's not a good contract. Uh, twenty uh, over twenty million dollars a year for the next four years. So, I mean, what do you do with that? I mean, how much of that money are the Tigers willing to eat? I mean, if they're willing to, you might want to buy prospects. I don't know if this is what the Tigers would do, like the Mets did. You buy the prospects with the money. You know, you you move them on for nothing. And you get some some prospects out of the deal. The Cubs have prospects. Do they want to give up any prospects for Javi Baez? I mean, that would the prospect perverts would freak the hell out, and it'd be over. <laughs> yeah, I got it. But I sincerely believe, and I do want to see it play out just <clears throat> with my own eyes and be told I'm wrong. That Javi would have been better had he never gone to Detroit. You know, I I think so too. Uh, I think he would have been better. I think, especially, um, maybe not under David Ross. Yeah. I don't know that. I honestly, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. I don't know that David Ross was ever the right guy to be the manager of players that he played with. He was a great role model and a great uh, mentor for guys when he was on the team, but it's such a different sort of uh, dynamic when you have to come in and do that thing. And so not good. Now, Craig Council, on the other hand, with the Javi Baez, I, I don't know. Maybe that's a good matchup. I love Javi, but Mike Waller from the Cubs PS Plus podcast brings in a good point. For CBT, the contract would be AAV no matter how the Cubs actually pay it out. So that is uh, disconcerting. Um, and so, but I don't really care about the stupid CBT. That's not my freaking tax. I don't know? give a shit either. Yeah, I, I, I just love shit. fucking Javi Baez. Yeah, I exactly. think he's fun. I just, and, yeah. and I love Chris Morrell. And. Mm, Unfortunately, yumper. there's no way you're having Chris Morrell with Javi Baez, but I would love to see those yeah. two play together. Well, but they're not giving. What are they even doing with Morrell? Like we had in the in the uh, 
in the notes the other day. Like Morel was playing third base and shortstop every freaking day for the Aggie loss. Meanwhile, yeah, Morel watch still yeah, Morel not third watch, base. still not playing first. <laughs> and, God, and he's he's doing well. He's doing okay down there. Um, oh, so, I I saw a thing the other day. Uh, somebody on Twitter posted that he had some like special like good play. And oh, yeah, defensively, yeah, it, it defensively, was uh, at third base. Yeah, Bleacher Nation tweeted it out. Uh, actually, they so the God, it, I was. It's just so frustrating that the things that we've been wanting to see, they we you have to fly to an island in the middle of the Caribbean to be able to see them. So, uh, Lil Yumper says, Morel, it's so fucking cold right now. I would be down there. Yeah, for any reason. Right yeah, yeah. Little Yumper says, uh, Morel's situation really reminds me of the Schwarber situation. Um, in, in so that he's being misused? Or I, I, I'm just wondering what you mean by that. Because Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure either. Yeah. Yumper, get back uh, in there and, and well, undervalued might be, I think, well, absolutely undervalued. Yeah. It's like he's undervalued and they certainly undervalued Schwarber because they let him walk for. For I mean nothing. nothing. I mean yeah, ten, 10 million bucks, and you didn't, didn't you had to pay him nine ten million that year, and you just didn't. He's, he's done nothing but go to the uh, playoffs every single year since World um, Series. Uh, yeah, little jumper says more so that there was no sh- spot for Schwarber, but there is for Hap though somehow. Like you know, but they're right. gonna. Well, what, what I loved about the Schwarber thing was there was no spot for him, even. But then, like, the, the DH, like, that was – everybody was like, oh, Schwarber's DH of the world. Like, he's going to be the greatest DH ever. They get rid of him right before the DH comes to the National League. And then he goes – he doesn't fucking play DH. He plays left field. He plays in the field. Nobody and, uses him for DH. Yeah, then they had him at first, too. Like, they had him play first base in Boston, I think, a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Cubs, uh, I don't know. They, they're frustrating with that stuff. Well, another bit of news, and I think this is pretty cool, that Andre Dawson wants to change his name or change his hat. In <laughs> Change his name. That would be even better. Change his name I to want Steve. to be Andre Chicago Cubs. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Andre Dawson wants the National Baseball Hall of Fame to change his plaque from an Expos cap to a Cubs cap. I realize there will probably be some backlash from who? Who's going to care if he's not an Expo? I mean, how many Expo fans really are there? Only the assholes at the Hall of Fame who everyone already hates anyway. But I like what Andre says. I realize there will be some backlash, but at this point, I'm 70 years old. Do you really think I care? <laughs> clearly, He clearly doesn't. He clearly does not. And I'm kind of like, how did they convince him to do it in the first place? They didn't. They forced him to. So the story was, and, and I actually looked into this a little bit this week uh, when I saw that come up. So I was under the impression that when he went into the hall, they wanted him with an Expos cap because there wasn't another Expos player. And so they wanted at least one, right? But then when I looked into it, in 2003, Gary Carter went in the hall, and he's an expo. And what's funny, though, is so Andre wanted to go in as a cub, did not want to go in as 
an expo because he hated the team because of the collusion and all the shit they were messing with them. Gary Carter also did not want to go into the hall as an expo. He, he wanted to go into Met. the Met because he won the World Series with the Mets. And then since then, Tim Raines has also gone into the hall and he's also wearing an expo hat. Now, he makes sense because Tim Raines is just fucking lucky as hell to be in the Hall of Fame in any sense. So who gives a shit what hat he's wearing? Nobody gives a shit. I think that they not only should they change Andre's hat to the hat that he wants to Chicago Cubs, but they should also change Gary Carter to a Mets hat and just make Tim Raines the sole possessor of the Expos hat in the Hall of Fame. I think that would be amazing because not only would everybody go, who the fuck's Tim Raines? But they would also say, who the hell are the Expos? Look at this. Uh, Little Yumper says they forced him due to the Devil Rays having Boggs going as a Ray. I did not know that Dwayne Boggs went as a Ray. God, I never even – I don't even know if I knew Wade Boggs was on the Rays. I don't even know if I knew that. So he played for the Rays like the last like year or two of his career. They they actually got him when they started their team as part of – the draft where they got to take players from other teams. Yeah. Wade Boggs was one of those guys and they got him. And then supposedly they paid him $20 million. If he would choose the Rays hat in the hall of fame, go in. Yeah. Which is insane because they had only been a team for like whatever a day, one day or some shit. Uh, but But yeah, so, but they gave him all this money to do it. And then everybody got all upset about it. What the fuck, man? <laughs> and and uh, Corey Furlong says it starts with Carlton Fisk, right? So was did Fisk go in as a White Sox and not a Red Sox? Uh, I don't know the Carlton Fisk story. Um, and he also mentions that Crawley is going to have to purchase another retired number flag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought it was you know it was funny because Crawley, yeah, there's some stuff that drives him nuts, cracks me up because. Uh, he was quick to point out when that Dawson news dropped. Crawley says, um, don't know what all the buzz is today about Dawson wanting to change to a Cubs cap is all about. Bruce Levine had Andre talking about this a month ago on Inside the Clubhouse. And then he qu- quote tweeted his own tweet of him already dropping this news that was now a big deal. And he's like, we should have been talking about my tweet a month ago, you idiots. <laughs> this is basically what he was telling everybody. <laughs> Which is awesome because the truth is Andre said this back when he got fucking inducted. Like, this is not new. Andre Dawson didn't just wake up fucking Thursday morning and say, like, he wanted to do this or even a month ago on the score. He fucking said it. Right from the get-go, he said, I don't want to go in as an expo. I want to go in as a Cub. He said that the the Cubs rejuvenated his career just because, uh, you know, like, for one, his knees got destroyed on the AstroTurf uh, at whatever their fucking stadium up there was called. And uh, so he got to play on the grass at Wrigley, which helped him, helped extend his career but also he talks about how when he came in 
the love of the fans. And I personally, I was one of those fans. As a kid, some of my first games going to Wrigley Field, sitting in right field in the bleachers, this is one reason that I'm still a right field bleacher guy. Doing this to the Hawk. Andre Dawson. I had an Andre's Army t-shirt. Like, I loved Andre Dawson. I mean, he's still... He might be my favorite player. Like, if I really try to break it down, I don't know. He is my favorite. There's a couple of guys, but Andre Dawson was fucking amazing. And I loved sitting out there and going to my first games and sitting in the bleachers. And Andre fucking Dawson was out there just racking home runs and just being amazing. Bernie Barron also says, this is why I sit in right field. Yeah. and, And the thing is, those were some of my first memories. I went in the army. I was gone for four years. I was out in the Pacific Northwest. When I returned and started going back to Wrigley, guess who was there? Sammy Sosa. And I was sitting out in right field bleachers. Look at like, Sammy. I, I loved it. And I mean, I get you guys like left field. That's fine. Who's your left field guy? Tell me who your fucking left field guy is. Doriano? He's like Jeff. the only fucking left fielder who's ever been good over there. It's, it's not even a player. It's the it's the fans. Uh, it's it's Bleacher it's Jeff. It's the home runs. It's the only reason you sit over My there. My tie guy. You, you know. got to deal with all the fucking uh, college kid assholes that just show up. The only reason they're there, they're like, oh, well, I'm going to – I've gone to one game in my entire life. I'm going to try and catch a home run. You know, and that's it. A Lou. Oh, you know what? I'll give you Sarge. a Lou. I like a Lou. Sarge was a right fielder, wasn't he? I think so. Didn't Sarge play? Sarge no, played right, hurt. I thought. Well, Dernier played center. I mean, I'm thinking about the 84 team now. Yeah. Right? So, the, the left, I thought the well, the right fielder was Durham? Or Durham was playing first base? Durham was first base. Yeah, he was playing uh, – he – God – yeah, Durham was first blank. Base. I don't oh, know. Moreland. Moreland in right. Wasn't he in right? Yeah, I don't know. Zonk? Yeah. I, you know what, though? I did like a Lou. <laughs> Jerry <And> Morales. <laughs> <laughs> Roberto Ramos says Jerry Morales. <laughs> no, uh, look, I'll give you a Lou. A Lou Moreland was, was right. Yeah, Moreland was right. Oh, so Sarge wasn't left. Okay. Yeah. And I'll give you Sarge. I like Sarge, but still. They're not Hawk or Sosa. So, yeah, no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I I think Gary Matthews hits to smoke cigarettes in the dugout. In fact, <laughs> uh, so uh, so in other Gary con- Matthews had a pack in the in the ivy out there. Yeah, exactly. He's like, hold on, <laughs> let me catch a heater. Hey, Gurnier, I left a bong in the, in the- Pit- pitching change. I'm going to yeah. the Ivy. I'm going to the Ivy. Um, so season tickets are now available to everybody. So anybody can look at any left fielder they want. Um, yes. Every game. I, I saw this. This is. They so blew through the list. It's official. There's, there's no wait list now. They said that there's no wait list. And not only is there no wait list, but last year they started the half season season ticket holder thing. People really liked it. You can get. 
Obviously, it's 81 games if you're doing the full season. It's 41 games for a half season. But now, this year, they've added a 20-game uh, package, which, honestly, sounds great. 20 games, I mean, that's that's getting more into the realm that I might be more interested in. Now, I don't know if those are all, like, Wednesdays. Yeah, it's <laughs> no the packages are, are – I wouldn't call them laughable, but they do – if if you get a 20-game plan, I think that it comes with uh, possible – let's see, I'm looking at it right now. The 20 you get a game, chance at postseason tickets. That's the Postseason ticket, you get a chance for it. Postseason ticket access. So that's the reason to get the 20-game plan. And, you know, the you can get the full season, you get the half season, and – you know, for me, it's like I'm not going to bite on any of these, partly because bleachers aren't available. And, you know, you're really taking all of the risk onto yourself uh, financially for rain, for the Cubs not being good. You know, they haven't signed anybody. They got a new bench co- coach and they got a new manager and they lost a bunch of guys. That's what's going so far, Blake Beard says, typical Iowa guy going to like 20 games a year. <laughs> Fuck off, Blake. <laughs> But no, I mean, 20 games is a lot. You know, I mean, that would be I, that would be a dream as a kid if I got to go to 20 games at Wrigley Field, like, or even some years as oh an adult. Oh, my God. I have never gone to 20 games in one season. That'd be, that would be fucking great. I'll never go to more games than I went to in 2016. So I picked a good year to go to a lot. 81's a lot. 81's yeah. a lot to get rid of. If, if, you got, if you've got money, fuck you money. You need to have fuck you money where you don't care if you lose money like I could go like you could go to all 81 games cheaper if you work at it. Yeah. You know, if you want to do it that way and you could go to all 81, some games you'll pay more than face, but mostly you'll pay under. But if you're a person who likes to have to know where their seats are, know where their concessions are, know all that stuff, that all has value. It may, it maybe makes sense for a lot of people to have season tickets. The problem, and it really is only the money keeping me from doing it because here's the price. This is for two tickets, and they don't have bleachers available. That's one or another reason I won't do it. Otherwise, I would have put picked up maybe a single bleacher the moment they signed Otani. That would yeah. be the only reason I'd do it. But this is a great seat. in it, It's in the infield of the upper deck. That's in, what? In the last row. 311 there? Yeah, 311. So it's the infield of the upper deck. And that is a... It's forty eight eighty, forty eight eighty one, um, for one seat. So nearly ten thousand dollars for two seats for the year. So I mean, I don't have that kind of money. Like I just don't have ten thousand dollars a year to spend on that. Like not when I have an old car that might go down. You know what I mean? God, um, I, fuck! I wish I had ten grand to spend on anything. <laughs> really, <laughs> really on anything, but just to go to a just for. Tickets? Like, wow, that's that's amazing. Um, you know, the other laughable thing is in the story that I was looking at when they were talking about all these things, the Cubs claim that they have ninety percent renewal rate on their season tickets. Okay. If you've only got ten percent of your tickets that are available at large. I don't, I don't think this is an. I don't think you're no, doing these re- things. Renewable from about half the about half the stadium, I think, is season tickets, 
And yeah, but you're saying that. Okay, so all the season ticket holders, right? We've had this like uh, list going for oh, with with twenty thousand people on it, and then yeah, yeah. Th- and no. then they're saying ninety percent of all the people who had those tickets, they re-upped. So only ten percent of the tickets came available. And nobody wants them? Listen, we've been reporting that the list is a joke since I went from 10,000 to getting them, if you remember. We heard a lot of these stories, and then you saw people whose their dream was to get tickets, got tickets, and all of the Cubs pages on Facebook and everywhere else were flooded with these people who thought that they could get rid of their tickets so easily, and then they found that they were eating ticket after ticket because the Cubs stank. And... It wasn't even about them sticking. It doesn't matter. If it's raining on a Wednesday, you're eating those tickets. Yep. You know, if it's raining on a Saturday, you're eating those tickets. Or a ticket you've paid $100 for might be worth now $20, you know, because it's a, a makeup game on a Thursday morning or something, you know, like. Yeah. And like, Danny, you just showed those tickets. That's, those are good tickets, but those are upper deck tickets. And. That's not what people are looking for if you're buying them on the secondary market. Now, you and I know that's a pretty good seat, but there's most people out there don't realize that's a good seat. They're looking for something in the in the ones and twos, which don't get the, the twos are, are really rough, uh, or the bleachers. You know, that's what they want. And yeah. if you want any of those tickets... That ten grand just became what twelve grand, thirteen, fourteen grand. Well, bleachers are cheaper. There are uh, worse upper deck seats, but they weren't available. Those were the cheapest seats I think that you could get. Um, so, I mean, it just really depends on your specific situation and what you want to do. A lot of people don't like the bleachers; they want to sit more in the infield. Like if I, I think the upper deck, those tickets that I showed. They're one of the best seats in, in baseball. Like that, I love those seats. Like it, you know, you see everything up there, bird's eye view. Um, but so many covered people, from the rain. So many people equate upper deck to bad seats. Yeah, no, they do. Yeah, and at Wrigley, it can be. You could be straight behind a pole. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you really could be, or or facing like the wrong direction. Like if you're like way in the corners in the upper deck, like you're facing the outfield, like you have to crane this way. Sometimes you got, you know, people walking in front of you the whole time. But so, yeah, I mean, you just kind of got to know what you're doing. So, I mean, and you can get those tickets every game way cheaper than dropping 10 grand in December. I tell you, I was in the point, I am at the point where if the Cubs were to get to do something big and there was one bleacher available, I'd pick it up because I would know that at least the bleacher would retain its value for that. The games I couldn't go to, at least I'd have one. And um, then we'd have like all the playoffs and stuff like that. And like between me and you and this show and all the ranters, like somebody would use that bleacher every single day and it would never go to waste. And I was like, now that wouldn't be so bad, but $4,000 is a lot different than $10,000, you know, and you know, yeah, 4,000 bucks, if, as long as it wasn't like gone, gone, and I could recoup half of it, at least, you know, then I wouldn't feel so bad about it. You know, if I had 
like four, like three other couples, right? That were interested in doing the 20 game package. I would do that. I would go in with four other, like to get two for 20 games. And then I would get five games. And honestly, I would be happy with that. Like I didn't get to five games last year. I thought moving back to Iowa, I would get to more games. I do, but that's because when I was in Colorado, <clears throat> I went to zero games. <laughs> yeah, but three hours is still a long way to drive, you know. And you know, even if you stay over, it's, it feels like a trip, and you're not at home, and you got somebody's got to deal with your animals well, and, and whatnot. You have children, and you have so many other things going Activities, on. I mean, yeah, pretty soon my children will be out of the house. They are they are aging, as am I, and uh, I will probably go to more games because I won't have children. I I used to back before actually when I only had one child and it was a baby, I used to go to quite a few games because I could just go up on a Wednesday and grandpa would watch the baby until 11 o'clock which is the time that I would get home. But we can't do that anymore. No. <laughs> There's a lot of things I can't do anymore either. Um Bernie Barron says, I have an idea. Let's start a fund for the Ranters one season ticket bleacher seat. I, I mean, I thought about it, but there, the bleachers weren't available. That Otherwise, I was going to do it and be and like kind of just front it and uh, just let the chips fall where they may. I mean, I certainly wasn't going to go to 81 games, but, you know, we'd have a seat that everybody could have for face value. Um, a Ranter seat. A Ranter seat. I, I dig it. No, I like the idea. I really do. I mean, it would be worth it just to have one, and then maybe we could, like, raffle it off for, like, the World Series or something like that, you know, and then, you know, one Ranter would win a chance to go. That would be a lot of fun. Um and I'd use the other six games. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, uh, Tim DeHate brings up a good point. Um, hashtag chance in the chat for a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me with the message of love and doom. I saw in the, that people were getting their Frank Chance postcards that I sent to them. So that's very cool. Um, we, we have to get some new Frank Chance postcards, I think. Somebody posted the other day a picture of like eight of them. <laughs> They're all the same. Yeah, well, we, we need let me tell you, more pictures of Frank Chance. Because you know how printing works is if you buy bulk, you get them for significantly less. So we're not running out of Frank Chance postcards that look like that <laughs> anytime soon. Let me tell you that. But you can buy. In fact, you can buy a bunch from me if you want. I'll sell them to you for uh Ten cents a piece, and I'll sell you uh, all the Frank Chance postcards you want. So, um, we, you know what? Actually, right now, here's a thought: if you have TikTok or whatever, um, get out there and Danny, your Sun Ranto at TikTok, right? Sun Ranto Show, I think I changed it to Sun Ranto Show. I think I changed it to that. Yeah, I think people need to start reading your message of hope and doom. If they can. I mean, it, have you seen my handwriting? I feel bad. I'm like, man, these people. Is that would be even more fun. They're going to be like, I think it says Sasquatch. I don't know what's going on? It says Almora, you idiot. Um, so please, uh, people, start to film yourselves reading uh, the message of hope and doom and post it on TikTok and tag the Sunranto show. It would be great. Oh, well, Binkus says it's private cotton. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> Only yours, John. What are you wearing? <laughs> um, so, uh, well, speaking of things that people need to film themselves doing, we're going to come back and we're going to do uh, start the Cubs Carol competition. We got Boomer Bill Sugis with the first entry. And really, there's not a lot of more shows. There's only three more shows that you can get in on this. In that third show, we're, uh, on the 20th, we're giving away the prize. And let me tell you what the prize is. Well, I'll tell you what the prize is when we come back. But one of the prizes is going to be an In the Clutch t-shirt, which we are also giving away like You're like, the prize is, I'm going to tell you when we come back, but the prize right. is this. <laughs> <laughs> one of the prizes. What a preview of the prizes. We'll be right back. If you like the Cubs a bunch, buy your t-shirts from In The Clutch. We've got all the best styles for you. Dansby, Sayer, Morel too. Clark Fly in his double U. Cody Bellinger, smoking dudes. Vintage shirts from days of old. Patrick Wisdom and Nico. You'll look sharp wearing your strobe. 10% off with the code. S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. InTheClutch.com is your store for the most fun baseball shirts on the planet. Don't forget to use promo code SUNRANTO to knock a couple bucks off your purchase. Stack or die, we need more cups. Get it all at In The Clutch. Cause if you like the Cubs a bunch, buy t-shirts from In The Clutch. Get it all at In The Clutch. Get it all at In The Clutch. Hey Cubs fans, at Amazon.com do you buy lots of stuff? Why not support the Sun Ranto Show by shopping through SunRanto.com slash stuff? All you gotta do is fill your cart at Amazon with lots of stuff. Then before you check out with all of that wonderful stuff, head on over to SunRanto.com slash and click any of our Amazon links before you buy your stuff. Check out like you normally would with all that beautiful stuff. And the Sun Ranto Show will get a small kickback because of the stuff you bought. And you'll be helping in the Sun Ranto Show buy all the stuff. We need to stay on the air talking about the cups and other stuff. Plus, you could win a monthly prize if some of your stuff. is Chosen for Amazon Stuff of the Month. And if you win, we'll send you more. Sunranto.com slash That address again is sunranto.com slash stuff. And uh, thanks to all of you who shopped on Black Friday and Cyber Monday and <laughs> go take a long walk Sunday or whatever <laughs> you did um, and shopped through our link at sunranter.com slash stuff. I saw that a couple people did. Dominic Galora was asking me how to do it. And it's really easy. You just go to sunranter.com slash stuff and there's an Amazon search bar there and you search for whatever. And uh, that's our search bar. You can fill your well, whole cart and then go back and click our link and then yeah, I was and just going to say that. Yeah, it's it's all about when, like, clicking the link before you 
purchase. Check out, yeah, before you check out. And then uh, we'll get credit for that. And it's not a lot of money, but, you know, it's like 1% of your overall purchase, if that. But, I mean, it's money that was going to go to Jeff Bezos anyway. And if it's uh, something that helps us pay for StreamYard, which is like 500 bucks a year, it really is. Like it, we pay money to bring this show to you. So uh, you, you're just helping us out with that. So we appreciate that. Also, uh, sunranter.com slash shopping as MLB shop and uh, NHL. Uh, you can even buy <laughs> dildos <laughs> and vibrators. And uh, very, can you still buy the very large chocolate penises? The big gyms? The big gyms. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you can. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll I'll find that out for the next show. Uh, unfortunately for all of us, so we have one entry, and it's uh, Boomer Bill, a little town of Bethlehem, and we have great prizes this year for the uh, Caroline competition. First of all, somebody's going to win it in the clutch T-shirt. That's part of it. You're winning it in the clutch T-shirt of your choice, and also this very cool. You see who that is. Is that Dunstan there? Yep. No. And you, can yeah. you see what it says? It's kind of my ring light is. two. It says two ranters. Yeah. Sean Dunstan, number 12. So this is to the ranters that you will win this Sean Dunstan autograph photo that's made out to the ranters. Um, also, and this was donated by uh, Wrigleyville Bum. He, uh, he bought this. And so this is now a prize. Uh, Check out this MLB Tour London series. St. Louis Cardinals. They got the Cardinal, uh, the cartoon Cardinal and the cartoon Cub Bear and the London sign and everything. And um, so this is a pretty full size. I think it's 11 by 17 poster worth about 50 bucks, I think. So uh, and, this was do donated by Wrigleyville Bum. And, and the Cub on this poster looks very happy, very smiley. It's like Paddington. And, and nice. And the Cardinal just looks like a little bitch bird, little fucking asshole, bad, bad look on his face, frown, like shitty. Yeah. So. MLB is totally trolling the Cardinals with this. So it's a real <laughs> collector's item. So, uh, so that's, that's very, uh, very cool prize. And, uh, and my favorite part though is, uh, is definitely the Dunstan. Like I kind of like, cause he, I made it, I, I'm having the players, uh, inscribe it to the ranters these days because they make for such great prizes but somebody like dunstan from my childhood that one kind of like twists me a little bit you know like ah, i could have had him put to danny <laughs> you know like <laughs> and i just feel a little bit honestly like, oh you God. could have him put to danny and still give it to people <laughs> but yeah but their, but their name would have to be danny so um without further ado um, let's get get to Bill. Sluggis's. I am going to have a song by next week. I'm I'm good. I'm working on my song right now. Yeah, there's only three left, and I will say this: if you if you wait, because we're going to do the finals. So if you wait too long, you're going to get lost in the shuffle by that last show because everybody's going to be trying to get their thing in at the end. At this point, I I think that if you get in early. You're going to have, and especially if you're somebody like Bill, who does numerous Cubs Miss Carols, you know, throughout the year, you know, like you'll just win through attrition. Yeah. <laughs> you just keep nailing us. So 
Yeah, ask Joey W. I mean, he won the the video competition just by being the only one that did it 8 million (laughs) times. Exactly. (laughs) But also, if you're trying, if you you just are like, you don't know what you should do, listen to Bill's song, and that'll give you a little clue. But also, go back and watch our old Christmas shows. I watched one, I don't know, a month ago. Those are classics. My ass off. I thought it was hilarious to hear those songs, and those songs are not coming back for these. Yeah. Do you remember one of my favorite was the Rally Tits Lady song? (laughs) That's that's a classic. There's so many good ones though, and including this one. Here's Bill with "Little Town of Wrigleyville." My friends, my first effort at a Christmas Carol this year. I've been having a hard time getting in the holiday spirit, but anyway. Perhaps this will get the creative juices flowing. Oh, little town of Wrigleyville, your scene is all aglow. Show hey, Otani's coming here, dead cardinals in the snow. And when we win in glory, next season we will cheer. And not complain or go insane at $30 beer. There you go, my friends. <laughs> uh, it's so good. I, I, I love, love like, he, he got to fucking dig in on the Cardinals in there. Got to dig in on the $30 beers. So, so I've good. got a huge dig on the Cardinals coming at the end of the show. I'm going to close the show with the new Cubs and Miss Carol I wrote just today. Actually, I wrote it about an hour and I recorded it about an hour before the show. Today's show started. This show right here that we're doing. But, um, that's good. And do you know what I like about that with Bill? Because he said, I'm not in the Cubs Miss Spirit right now. I'm having a hard time getting in there. So he chose one of like the more sad religious christmas songs you know the ones that like kind of make you feel bad yeah you know it's like this dark cold night in bethlehem and you're like oh that's right he was born next to a chicken and you know whatever <laughs> so then, it was it was the first case of bird flu exactly that's what got it started um so but he, he so he chose a sad song he went with his own mood he didn't try to force anything he just went with his mood and he, and also he, he was being pessimistic, but optimistic at the same time. He was talking smack about the Cardinals, but also manifesting the fact that Otani's coming to town, which yeah. I think we need to think positively with this stuff. I, I do believe in the power of manifesting things. I do. And if enough of us believe. What what was the the song that got you on ESPN? The the Correa, Correa, yeah, yeah that but we didn't get him. <laughs> the bad example, but I did write one for Otani, and I'll, I'll share it right now because I, I think this is going to do it. This is going to get him here. There's just one player that we want, Shohei Otani. Cup fans don't care what he costs, Shohei Otani. Seiya is his childhood friend. The Cubs could be good. Christmas, sign Otani for 
the fans. Do it. Oh, that was good. That yeah, was I, I like that one. That's the somebody snitched on me. You know, the the original one of that one. So, yeah, I'm I'm also try, trying to think of, like, here's the thing. It's like Mike Tockman's going to be at the party. We're going to be singing some of these. So I got to be – I can't make too much fun of the team with him around. Like, maybe a little bit, but, like, I wrote one that called well, – I mean, uh, you probably have some older ones you can bust out for that, like well, Bitter like so bad. I got – well, no, I, oh, maybe nah, the older ones I just leave them alone, you know, or I redo them. Uh, but like, I have a song called "Master Boney and Another Lost." To, I I saw mommy's kissing Santa Claus, and I was like, ah, maybe I'm like, "Master Boney and Another Lost." Why the hell's he on the starting nine when they play Master Boney and his lousy OBP? Cubs had a record of 27 and 33. And so I was like, I can't do this around Tox. Yeah, I feel bad for the guy. My Well, my song is all about where are the players that we want to see. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out how to do it. But, yeah, I'm talking about Morrell and Canario and, uh, you know, all the guys that just, you know, David Ross didn't play last year. Well, I got a Morel one. Should I play that one? And this is just, I'm just playing, I'm not joining the competition, but I'm just, I'm a professional parody writer. I do this for a living. But so I'm just trying to inspire everybody to, you can look at different Christmas song lists. This is how you do it. Look at different Christmas song lists. You don't have to do the whole song, verse and a chorus, minute long. You don't need to play guitar or anything. You can just Actually, sing it into a video. Not only that, like, that's all you need to do. It's kind of all you should do. Like, yeah. Like sometimes some is of more. the songs are very short and maybe you've got some like good verses. Don't double up. Don't like give us three verses of the same words over and over. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or like the song, do you hear what I hear? And there's like seven <laughs> verses or like all 12 partridges in the pear tree. And then you're like, yeah, yeah. If you're doing the 12 days of Christmas. Start at 12, at 12. Yeah. go down from there. Yeah. Don't fucking start at one and go up. That's what we do for the radio. We yeah. never do all 12 days. In fact, we were talking about that with one of the producers today and, and he's like, I'm like, well, because the only ones I've ever written for him, we start at 12. The, and he's like, some of the DJs, they call in custom jobs. They want to do all 12 days of Christmas. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, does anybody try to talk him out of it? <laughs> because like, <laughs> do they realize that song is 15 minutes long? It's, yeah, it, it's like trying to do 99 <laughs> bottles of beer on the wall. Exactly. It's a fucking long shit song because after a while, you're just tired. Yeah, it is a good song, though. If you do all 12 days, it is pretty joyous. You, What you need to do is the days that you like the best, but then kind of jump. <laughs> like jump. Be like. Yeah. Jump from four to eight. Yeah, on the, <laughs> yeah. Go to four to eight. Go to, you know. Five, five golden rings takes forever anyway. You just stop and you're five. Go. Although that really is the climax of the song. It really is. And, yeah. and it's right in the middle. You got to, yeah. And everybody goes nuts. Go go like. Hell of a suck. Hell of a suck. In fact, I changed my mind. Somebody do 12 Days of Christmas, all 12 verses. Do like, like one, five, eight, eight, or 13. 12 or something. How about nine Days of Christmas? That seems baseball-y. 
nine innings of Christmas. And nine innings of Christmas. Yeah. Yep. There's or a the nine positions of Christmas. Oh, that's a list. different song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on the, on the, in the first position of Christmas. I took a peppermint stick and I well. gave to me one Otani. <laughs> So I do have a Morel song that I'll share, and um, uh, this is uh, to the first Noel. Christopher Morel, the Cubbies DH, never gave him a shot to get good at third base. Chris barely played defense in the field. He should get a position. His power is real. Morel, 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 Morel. Give him more starts than Madrigal. Morel, 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 Morel. Give him more starts. Uh, I, I know it's a bit of a stretch to rhyme Morel with Madrigal. <laughs> but sometimes you have to take some artistic license with their name. Well, names. then I thought of the original, though. Noel, Noel, which is French. And then they're like, um, born is the king of Israel. And is I'm like, they're doing it that song, too. I'm pretty sure we just got banned from somewhere because you said Israel instead of Israel. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't even know how to say it. Israel is how you say it. Like, but you wouldn't say it in an accent if you're singing it in English. You know what I mean? Right. It's all mixed up. Born is the king is English. Noel is French. Israel's a country. But that's called Israel here. Right. You know, that's what I'm saying. So. I, so I, I have a quick question here. David Lowry, he says it's 4.34 a.m. in Krakow, Poland. Oh, hi, David. Now, is that just a uh, a fun fact? No, or, he's there. He's there. You're He's in He's Poland. in Poland right now. And he's awake watching this. Yeah. I, are you are you going to bed or are you getting up? That's what I want to know <laughs> because that could be either at this point in uh, the night. Knowing David, he 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 has a wildlife. If you follow him on Facebook, he's always having fun. You can tell. Um. So uh, anyway, that's hopefully getting the juices flowing for everybody, and um, I'm I'm hoping that by next week. We get a few more entries in than just uh, Boomer Bill. So that is the challenge to everybody. I'm, I'm also hoping by next week we have some more things, like Cubs things, to talk about. Like, come on, Cubs. Did, did anything break tonight? No, they would have told us. No. They would have told us. Um, Crawley says he's he's uh, Israel Madrigal makes sense to him. So, um, And he's working on his song. And he was a little he was a little disconcerted uh, last year <laughs> because he thought he had had the tune to do it, and he is like he's like I got the song, and he went up there, and I think 
he kind of blames Eric Wheelow for making him lose. Because <laughs> Eric, if you recall last year, Wheelow trashed his song. <laughs> and he, no. it was, it was, it was uncomfortable. I think we were all like sweating on the show, being like, oh, Carl, he's not going to be happy about this. <laughs> Which, of course, is always somewhat entertaining, too, but I was, I was still sweating it out. Um, anyway. <laughs> all right. I think we're – are we at that point? Let's. Yeah, we're at the point. Um, so hashtag chance in the chat. We're going to – I have a Facebook – I've got an announcement and a Facebook post to share. But Cubs caroling is the 16th, um, and we're going to be meeting at Output Lounge at 5 p.m. where you can have a drink, maybe order a little food, and we'll be out of there within an hour. And we'll go out into the night air and start singing wherever the hell will have us. Um, and, yeah, and if you haven't been out there, Output Lounge, like right across from like Wrigleysville, Dogs, and it's right there, just north. What is it? Northeast? No, northwest of northwest of the ballpark by a block. You know, so it's like yeah. Grace Street right there. Um, south of Obvious Shirts, you can't miss it. Um, Crawley says, Wheelow savaged my song. I was so proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I, I'm here to clap backtrack. I mean, you got it. Crawley, I don't know if you already started working on something, but if you, you got to do something about Wheelow and council and I'll bring Wheelow on and I'll set him up as a judge. And then you take him to town. Oh, that would be amazing. I'll even help you write it. so anyway i just dropped the link in the chat there is a facebook event for it so but it's a lot of fun i think we already got 20 people on the list and i know some people are coming into town for it joey's coming and uh michael you're coming right i think emily just got our airbnb uh the other day i think we just got ours all right so it's happening. Well, we we can't do it without your voice. Let me tell you, <laughs> I've never been there. It's I so fucking frustrating. We've been doing this because, and if people are wondering like how this all got started, twenty twenty, we couldn't do anything, and uh, Bill Sugis and I were just fucking around, like writing songs to each other. And then Danny had this idea, like other people can get in on this, and. He wanted people to to sit, make videos of these songs, so we had something to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, in that 2020 year, remember we had the online sing along. And Crawley, I, actually, everybody should listen to the Fly the W podcast because I that's Crawley's show, and I went on there and I sang a couple of these live. And um, it, it, Crawley reminded me it's the sixth annual year that we've been doing this, so. Uh, that's pretty nuts when you think about it. Uh, it's Wait, six? Six years. Yeah, we did it before 2020. I was going to say, then it had to have been before 2020. Yeah, we did it before 2020. Um, yeah, we've been doing it since 2018. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Oh, no, that's, that's right. You you started, and then 2020, we had to do it all online because, or not, yeah. or 2020. Yeah, 2020, we had to do it online. Yeah, that's right. 
So, and everybody had to mute themselves because otherwise there were crazy echoes. <laughs> so you're just basically sitting there listening to me sing with a guitar while you sat there in the room by yourself. And, yep. and we're all like, hi, we could see each other singing, but we couldn't hear it. 2020 was weird. <laughs> Hang a mask on the award. That's, that's, that should be. I want the new obvious shirt. Book. 2020 was weird. 2020 was weird. Yeah. Um. So uh, I do have a little bad news and then some good news. Um, but uh, I don't know if you guys follow Cub fan Mike, and I don't know if I'm breaking news for anybody, but uh, he died. So very sad you, situation, Mike Engels. You broke this news for me today when I saw this in the script, and it's it's very sad. Uh, I went back and forth with uh, Mike many times over on Twitter. Yeah, and cool dude. Yeah, he was a good guy. Uh, very sad to to hear that he passed on. So just everybody take care of yourself because you never freaking know. Um, the uh, But happy birthday to the Salsa King of Chicago today, Marty Garcia's birthday. And um, Wrigleyville bum, Joey, he turns, uh, I don't know, maybe he's about 50, I think. I think we're at the same age, uh, 49, 50, he, uh, Friday. So say happy birthday to Wrigleyville bum. David Lieb. Uh, another Patreon person is he's on Tuesday, and also happy ver- anniversary to Nicole and me. Our anniversary, first anniversary, was on Sunday. Oh, and we, congratulations! We, were, we, we spent it both with horrible stomach flu or food poisoning. When everybody got sick from after Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, you told us. Yeah, yeah. So, so our that- first anniversary was the sickness and in health. But the sickness part is what we got. <laughs> sickness and in health, but yeah. just the sickness part. We just got the sickness part, yeah. So who are you blaming for that? Did you did you blame the cook? Um, well, there's a couple things that happened. Um, I could go into it, but it's, it's kind <laughs> of a Everybody showed up. You did the traditional licking of the doorknob. Yeah, we licked the doorknob. The Rocket Family Thanksgiving tradition, licking yeah, the doorknob. Only took cook, cooked the turkey for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> It's still goblin when we started eating it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, let's give – should we give away – no, we'll do TFCs, and then we'll give away all the stuff. But I only have one TFC. I have two. I have two. So I'll get going, and then you you can go here. So let me – okay, I'm going to start with this one. Um, about Liam Hendricks and the news that he won the comeback player of the year. Uh, Poppin' Nerd 182 says, uh, I mean, I guess you had to give it to Liam because of what happened, dot, dot, dot. But the dude only pitched five terrible innings. <laughs> dude, <laughs> does he know that you don't have to post? Like the, <laughs> Did he know that he didn't have to type that out? Well, what I love is like <laughs> all these people are in there like, oh, great job, you know, Bellinger and all this. Because this is on the, the Cubs Reddit and it's like, oh, yeah, great job, Bellinger, Bellinger, Bellinger. And then this one dude is just like, I mean, sure, Hendricks. Sure. Yeah, but <laughs> just it's like, but, you know, because I'm a born dick, I feel I need to point <laughs> out. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Um, <laughs> he, had, he only pitched one more inning than he had stages of cancer. 
<laughs> Brutal. Um, so um, this is I had this before and I and I forgot it. Um, but I but I did in, enjoy this. Um, this is from a couple weeks ago, but I think you saw Dan Vogelback was actually non-tendered. I don't know if he picked up with another team yet, but um, I enjoyed this. There's a picture of Dan Vogelbach and Rowdy Telez standing together. They were both non-tendered, and Sports Nightly Baseball said called them chicken non-tenders. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken, chicken non-tenders. Oh my god! They're just poured into those uniforms. <laughs> I'm gonna dip dip those guys in some nugget sauce. <laughs> oh my god! They're oh. I <laughs> oh, brutal. I, I don't need to post on this. Is is I'm gonna take <laughs> your your advice and say I don't need to actually say something about that picture. <laughs> no, this is leave, leave it. And for the there. podcast listeners, it was literally just a picture of Rowdy <laughs> Telez and uh and Dan Vogelbach together. And uh that's, that's all you needed to know. <laughs> it's it's like a funhouse mirror where I, I'm not sure which one's the mirror, but one of them's shorter, one of them's taller, and that's about it. <laughs> exactly. Either way, you're you're definitely distorted. <laughs> nice. All right. So my next one here is uh, the Andre Dawson and the Expos uh, logo on his hat and the Cubs logo. So. Uh, I can't see the thing because, uh, yeah, but the Red Sea looks so much better than whatever the hell Montreal had on their hats. Cubs win. <laughs> and then somebody responds, I had to double check to make sure I was right. But the logo means Montreal Expos baseball. <laughs> There's an M in the middle, an E on the left, and a B on the right. I really don't think anyone should have a logo on their cap in the Hall of Fame with free agency being so prevalent now. Somebody responds to that. Pretty sure it's ELB, Exposition League Baseball. And the final guy, regardless, it looks like two penises posing for a buddy cop movie poster. (laughs) 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 Now I want to look at that logo and see, like, penises posing for a buddy cop. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm getting it right now. I've screenshotted as we speak. It will be uploaded momentarily. Um, it because I could picture it, and it is actually a that is a pretty um, apt description of what the Montreal <laughs> Expos logo. <laughs> oh my god! It is. Yeah, kid, I don't see it. Oh it's like each side has balls too. Like <laughs> it really is. It's like two penises just leaning back up back. against each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are oh. two crooked cops up against the city of crime in penis cops. Oh, it's it's a buddy cock movie. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh my god. Oh, that's that's too wow. good. 
bad too good. Cocks, bad cocks. What you gotta do? Um, uh, all the right. Internet <laughs> is undefeated yet again. <laughs> That's freaking good. All right. Um, well, we're going to hang out afterwards over on the uh, discord for a little bit. Um, but right now I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to give away to a, Oh, I didn't, I got to see if uh, somebody subscribed in the middle of the show. Um, but let me share my screen first and uh, we'll see if we have an, a name to add this evening. Somebody don't see nothing. Cheapskates. You can't even you can't even do it for free. It. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally free. <laughs> oh well. All right. So um here we go. People know what we're doing though. Cause you still gotta put your credit card in and then we're gonna start billing you once yeah. every year, just oh, like yeah. Major League Baseball does for All right. And the winner is Brian. Brian. Brian, congratulations. A man called Brian. Thanks, Brian, and thanks for being a Patreon supporter. I'll figure out who, which Brian we're talking about here, but if you're watching right now, you can uh, say, hey, I am that Brian. I actually don't know of a Brian. I haven't come across a Brian in the ranchers. We may only have one Brian, and that might be the Brian. Brian, a man called Brian. You know that <laughs> from a Life of Brian? Yes. <laughs> God, that movie's so good. I, you know what always comes into my head from that um, that movie is it's like we're all different. We're all individuals, and some guy's like, "I'm not." <laughs> so funny. Uh, oh God! Did you did you hear they're doing a new Spinal Tap? Yeah, I did. I'm excited. Those guys are all so funny. They're they're I, they're starting to film in February. I saw some TikTok where that group of people who they did Best in Show and all that stuff. Yeah. They they did a sketch where it was a focus it was like supposed to be like 19 it's like the 1930s or whenever Wizard of Oz came out. And um they they're in a focus group for the Wizard of Oz film. And, oh, and yeah? they showed it to them and they and they're all like, "Um, yeah, I didn't really like the witch." Um, <laughs> like, and, and just like, and I didn't really get like, you know, couldn't she have like, and the good witch, like, couldn't she have just told her to like click her heels like earlier in the film? And then like, and someone's like, oh, well then the movie would be over. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. it's just like Inter internet culture meets 1940s. 1940s. It, yeah. So, um, oh yeah. Chance. Can't forget that. We forgot that last week. I think, um, Yes, so, we did. So has, this is your last chance to get in on the chance. Hashtag chance in the chat. And um, here we go. Let's draw it. John Pinkus is the oh, winner. Congratulations, Johnny boy. Um, and he's the one that said that the chance postcard messages are private. They are very private. So yes. I'm going to write John a very special message of love and doom <laughs> that will be very private. Um, uh, it'll be all about privates. Yep. Congratulations. Well, speaking of privates, I do have a, a fun final song. This is a a premiere. It's a premiere of uh, a new Fuck the Cardinals song, but it's a Christmas a, song. A world premiere. A world let's, premiere. Let's, 
Yeah, don't downplay it. World premiere. Yeah, actually, it's already up on TikTok. But <laughs> but I didn't share it on okay. Twitter. I barely have any TikTok followers. If you don't follow me at TikTok, you should follow me at TikTok because I've been enjoying that application a lot more and more. Although I just put weather reports usually. So, um, all right. So here we go. This is Fuck the Cardinals. And uh, that's it. That's the show. Uh, post your videos of the Cousins Carols and uh, tag me. Nice. You know what? Came in under two hours. Hmm. How about it, it, that? It it must be off season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of, just wait till there's Cubs news. All right, yeah. so um, all right, cool. Spagog, here's the song. Oh, in Discord. Fuck the Cardinals, fuck the Cardinals, fuck them right in their face. St. Louis losers, hope in the future you come in last place. Cause misery's gross and dirty. It's never a good time. Cardinals, fuck the Cardinals, hope you don't win a game. In St. Louis, they're so stupid, morons get a brain. Bunch of haters, can't spell traitors, cities riddled with crime. Gonna make you take the Cardinal way and shove it up your behind.